Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. This is my top five Red Hot Chili Peppers albums. I have been a fan of the Chili Peppers forever. Uh, I first My first CD from theirs was uh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic that my mom purchased for herself because they were the new big uh, popular band of the time, and she did not like them, so she gave it to me, and I love them. Obviously, the songs from that album, instant classics, as were the... Maj- like, they put out... It's amazing. Like, so many bands would have peaked with, like, an album like Blood Sugar Sex Magic, but then they come back with multiple albums that have multiple hits, and despite the fact that they are super popular, that people, uh, it's very common for people to talk negatively about them, I do not care. I am in, I've got a chili pepper tattoo on my wrist there, uh, very similar to the cover of Funky Monks. Uh, I have a, a quote from one of their, one of their, a lyric, uh, Rebel with a Mission on my arm. Right, so two chili pepper tattoos. Uh, and I would have a lot more tattoos if I actually uh, was making more money. So go buy some of my artwork, and I will get more chili pepper tattoos. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, but I do love them and have loved them, despite the fact that uh, maybe some of their newer stuff isn't that great. But with news of a potential new album coming back, John Fashante is back in the band, uh, Rick Rubin rumored producing the newest album i want to go over my top five red hot chili peppers albums uh so these are my favorite these are the ones i think that are the best uh and let's get it started shall we with the group of anthony kiedis flea chad smith and john fashante uh with of course their early drummer and guitarist uh jack irons and uh slovak hillel slovak you have uh of course, uh, what's his face? The guy from that one band who filled in for one hot minute. Anyway, let's get into it. Starting off with my number five. My fifth favorite Red Hot Chili Pepper album is an album I feel like was a bit of a turning point. A, a bit of like them and their sound becoming a little bit more mature from their previous albums. Uh, but still loaded with with uh, classics, with popular songs, with high-charting songs. Coming in at number five is Stadium Arcadium. This is the album. Let's see when this came out. Stadium Arcadium came out in 2006. Uh, I was, at the time, super stoked for this to come out. CDs were the medium of choice. For most people, I went to Best Buy and got the Super Ultra Deluxe uh, CD multi-pack. This was the Chili Peppers. It had been uh, four years since they had released By The Way. It always takes them forever to put out an album, and I was so excited for it. I was 25 years old, super stoked to go get that Super Ultra Deluxe. It was a double album. They're putting out a double album for the first time, uh, well-known for writing more far more songs than they do end up releasing 
I was stoked. And it was a very specific point in time um, where big things happened in my life. Like there's always there's there always seems to be kind of a, a major life change for me right around the time they release a new album, which is interesting. Not always, but very similarly, they they link up. Uh, so I, I have life changes around amount as often as they put out albums, which I guess is OK. I don't know if that's a good thing. Uh, but Stadium Arcadium is amazing. Uh, you got songs like Hey Oh, The Snow, Charlie, Slow Charlie, like just so many songs. It, it definitely feels like they are making more and more of an effort to be better artists while making the, the, the album. Uh, and just so a little bit slower. You know, when they first started out, they were more, more way more funky way more punk and they've kind of mellowed out and i'm sure the fact that they play giant stadiums and arenas they produce music that plays better in those areas so much more drawn out much more slower you know it's it's not as compacted and dense like you would have like a thick punk song or like a really funky which they still had those attributes and they still those things are still there in their music but this one i felt was the most mature which is kind of why it's a number five and also like the the time at which these albums came out in my life i can't i can't separate myself from that like my choices in making this list have very much to do with what these where I was, how well these albums resonated with me at the time of listening to them. And because of that, even when I go back and listen to them, they resonate with me in a way that maybe they wouldn't if I was listening to them for the first time. Uh, so I have biases. For anybody that's going to be angry with me, i got to put all that stuff out there. So I know there's a lot of Chili Pepper fans. And uh, these are, that's why, anyway. So number five, Stadium Arcadium. Moving on to number four, my fourth favorite Red Hot Chili Pepper album is Uplift Mofo Party Plan. It's just it's a early album of theirs that has a lot of that grungier punk funk style. Not quite as much as like Mother's Milk is like even faster, even more like harder edge. Re-listening to it like uplift mofo party plan is just it's just so many great songs that i really love listening to like it's an album that i got later because the first album i ever got was blood sugar sex magic um and then i you know went back and purchased older albums of theirs which you know they're self-titled uplift mofo party plan freaky styly and of those uh, uh and i think uplift mofo party plan was the first time I believe the first time that they worked with Rick Rubin and John Fashante was part of the uh, of the band. This one came out in 1987. Uh, it's their third studio album. And let's see, does it show who was in it? Don't think so. Oh, here we go. Credits. Anthony Kiedis. So this is Hillel Slovak and Jack Irons were in this one so it was just before this is the album they put out when Hillel uh before Hillel died of an overdose 
um, production. So yeah, this is pre-Rick Rubin, I guess, too. I guess Mother's Milk was the first for that crew, uh, which is nice to get a little bit of flavor different from, because I think, in my opinion, the best chili peppers are with John Fushante. Chad Smith is great. Kiedis, Flea. But with John Fushante, because he comes and goes, and when they're being produced by Rick Rubin, which I think there's only... Maybe Rick Rubin pr produced One Hot Minute, which would have been maybe the only time that they recorded without Fashante, but still with Rubin. Because they, they left Rick Rubin for uh, I'm With You and The Getaway. And now they're back with him. So I think the best, that's why I'm most excited for the album coming out now. Because it's Rick Rubin, it's Fashante, and number four is before all of that uh uplift mofo party plan just such it's it's great representation of their early work uh in so many ways the many phases is an ongoing abstract ink portrait series that i started many years ago i release new face every day but go to inspireddisorder.com to check them out so many available but as a listener to The Ray Taylor Show, you can save 10% when you use coupon code INSPIRED when you check out. So go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF. That stands for The Many Faces. Go check them out. Browse the entire collection. And when you decide on a piece or maybe multiple pieces, make sure you use coupon code INSPIRED when you check out. And you'll save 10% as a big thank you for checking out my work for collecting my work and for listening to the ray taylor show and with that said let's get back to the show moving on to number three and bangers like it's really fun to listen to uh number three maybe not bangers but in the 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 scale of bangers for the chili peppers maybe not but it's i really enjoy it it's really fun number three is the album that came out, what was happening in my life. I was moving to San Diego, leaving the place I grew up, the Coachella Valley, the Palm Springs area, moving two and a half hours south to San Diego uh, to live with my friend who was going to college out there, and I just wanted to get out of the desert. And probably one of the most fun times of my life was living in San Diego. And in 2002, the year that I moved to San Diego was the year that this album came out. And that album is By The Way. This is, I mean, 2002. It has, like, see, you know, you got... Where did that come out? Came out so after Californication, which was 1999, uh, came out 2002. You have tracks uh, like "By the Way." The title track is the first track. Universally speaking, uh, see the Zephyr song "Can't Stop." Uh, let's see what else. Throw away your television. They kind of have some more ballads. I mean, it's it's. I love every track on this CD, but 
it was a time when I was having a big change in my life. And the Chili Peppers have always kind of been comforting because they've always kind of been, you know, they, they put out albums around the time like I'm making big life big changes happen in my life it's 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 very comforting to know that uh this band is growing and evolving and changing and surviving uh along with me um and moving to San Diego was a huge I mean I had no money I didn't have a job yet I have no idea how we got the apartment we got I like somehow got a job like it it was like I jumped without any kind of planning whatsoever I'm like I was working at a movie theater before I was like oh yeah I'll just go I'll just get a job and I did that that's like for me to do something like that now would be like older and understanding like consequences to thing and how easily things can go south uh but having by the way there as you know just so many great songs man so many great songs and just like you know you just listen to the beginning of it you know like it all plays out in your head at least for me uh so that's my number three by the way my number two album second favorite red hot chili pepper album was a time in my life where a lot of things were changing graduated high school Got my first job working at a movie theater. Uh, first girlfriend. The year itself is one of the most like w- ridiculous years to have movies get released. Like one of the most iconic years with a zillion blockbusters got released this year. And it was a time where I didn't know if if the Chili Peppers... We're going to have an album. What would happen with them? You know, bands go south, man. And this one came after a blockbuster album. And their follow-up to it was so much good. Coming out in 1999, Californication. I remember, I mean, so much of this, like when it came out, Scar Tissue. You know, this is back in the time when MTV was still a thing. And I remember seeing that black and white, you know, Kiedis had short hair. He cut off his hair. The album before that, Blood Sugar Sex Magic, Kiedis has like what would now be like a Karen like hairstyle. And they're all driving in their car singing and he's singing about, you know, the birds and shit. Love it. Scar Tissue, Other Side, Around the World, Parallel Universe, Californication like a 3d rendered music video probably not the best uh album takes tones it way down with porcelain which is a song i always skipped it is like the slowest song they've ever done porcelain but i now i love it it's almost like a little lullaby in the middle of an album that's got like bangers on it um i like dirt is great Kind of has like that punk feeling to it. Uh, purple stain, very sexy. Right on time. Road tripping. I mean, top to bottom, back to front. Californication for coming off of their biggest album of Blood Sugar Sex Magic. 
critical success to come back with Californication in how many years? That came out in 99. Blood Sugar Sex Magic came out in 91. So four years. So it seems like four years, four years, three years, four years, five years, five years, and then now it would be six years. So this will be like the biggest gap if their newest album from when this gets got released to uh, The Getaway, which came out in 2016. But a lot of them was like a four-year gap. So to come back after... Oh, no, that was 95. That's not after Blood, Blood Sugar Sex Magic. My bad. 95 was One Hot Minute. Which was not, I, I enjoy it. I think it's a great album. But uh, definitely, I mean, that was, they got rid of uh, Anthony, or not, uh, John Fashante left because, uh, you know, he didn't like the fame that he got from Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Uh, and they had Dave Navarro step in, which he was okay. He doesn't have nearly the sound of John Fashante, he's not the artist that John Fashante is. No disrespect. Uh, they're doing different things. Uh, and Cal and One Hot Minute, Anthony Kiedis was, I think, a pain to try and get a hold of because of his, his heroin addiction. Uh, I remember reading the book, Scar Tissue, and uh, him speaking about One Hot Minute and how it was just a nightmare for them to get through. Uh, but I still love it. Flea having his song, P. I'm a little P. Love it. So they're coming back from One Hot Minute. So this is Californication is them like coming back in a big way where they fell apart, almost fell apart. There's probably an alternate timeline not far away from the timeline we're in where one hot minute comes out and the Chili Peppers are done. But they came back Californication and just blew it wide open, became the biggest band again. And I love it. I loved it. Moving, that's why it's my number two. My number two. This was tough. This was a tough list. I always knew what my number one was going to be, but as far as, like, all of the other ones, it's tough because I like, there's things I love about all of them, some of them I could do without, or some of them there's just more songs I could do without. Uh, but for the most part, all of these, I am a fan of all of the songs top to bottom. Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to the Ray Taylor Show completely ad-free, as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder, hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspire Disorder Plus. So sign up today, become a member, head on over to inspiredisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspire Disorder Plus member today. Number one, my favorite Red Hot Chili Pepper album ever. Which I'm sure you could guess 
is Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Came out in 1991. I was 10 years old when this came out. I probably, I'm going to say, maybe I got it in 91. Yeah, maybe. And it was like the first, it was the first CD I ever owned. I wasn't really, I didn't know what music I was into. I would just, you know, I listened to the radio and I, you know, I listened to what my mom would put on. My mom would put on stuff and that's what I would listen to. I didn't really have my own taste. So in a lot of ways, this was my first like piece of music that helped mold my taste in music overall. And really molded and influenced a lot of just artistically within myself how how i value different pieces of art and different mediums like the creativity and the uniqueness that the chili peppers have musically i appreciate when other mediums whether it be film or tv or art fine art whatever it is when people like are doing something unique I appreciate a unique voice over everything. Even if it's not like at a, a technical quality to something else that's more mainstream, if it's if it's coming from a unique place, I value that over everything. Uh, and when I was given Blood Sugar Sex Magic, it had bad words in it. When everybody else was like, you know, there was people had pride in CDs that had the parental advisory sticker on it. And a lot of those CDs that kids were stoked about were rap CDs. But I wasn't allowed to listen to rap. For whatever reason. <laughs> like, I was kind of able to listen to rap when, it, when there was the, the rap rock crossovers, like with Limp Bizkit and Kid Rock and all those things that I regrettably listened to back in my, my, my teenage years. That was kind of my way of, of able to listen to be able to listen to rap but i could listen to this and it had the parental thing on it because it's sexy sir psycho sexy is a sexy song let me tell you as a kid the stone cold bush and sir psycho sexy are songs that were almost pornographic to me like they inspired those emotions within me as a child growing up as a prepubescent and pubescent child, uh, listening to those songs uh, were were very sexy. Um, but even like the messaging and the lyrics of the like "Power of Equality," which I think is the the first track, is so relevant today, and it makes me feel so good because there are so many artists like Kid Rock that are out there that are very conservative that have just leaned into being conservative, where the Chili Peppers have always been very progressive, very open, very, like, like very on the right side of history. And when you get older, you start cutting things out of your life where things and people and artists like Kid Rock or like Joe Rogan who dig their heels in and start leaning into being more conservative you end up having to cut those things out of your life you're like well those those things no longer have the same meaning to me that they used to have like i'm not going to look fondly on ba with the ba 
these days. But the chili peppers, because they've always been consistently, not necessarily, you know, they've had their own problems personally, but as far as what they promote in their music and who they are as people uh, and the things that they do positively in society, uh, it's, I'm proud to be a fan of theirs. It's amazing that they're not, on, not only are they still a band, not only are they still putting out music, which, you know, maybe some of their newer stuff I'm not as big a fan of, obviously didn't make the list. The newest album of theirs that made the list, Stadium Arcadium, which could have been uh, uh, higher on the list, but I think I think it, that album s- signified uh, a change in them that I don't know. Like I like it, but the 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 f- albums that followed um, Stadium Arcadium, I'm uh, I'm with you and the Getaway, I I like. But I don't like nearly as much as the other ones, especially Blood Sugar Sex Magic, the documentary, uh, uh, Funky Monks uh, about the making of them, uh, making of that album in, with Rick Rubin in this house that's other famous bands like the Beatles have recorded in. It's like this house where, you know, they lock themselves in as monks to create this album for Warner Brothers and uh it ended up having so many hits. Give it away, under the bridge. I mean, every song on this album, I love. I love every single song. Um, let's see here. Power of Equality is amazing. Obviously, if you have to ask, is a sexy kind of like, like just a, a just, I, I don't know. Breaking the girl, amazing. Funky monks, suck my kiss. Get out of here get out of here that's a hard song uh i could have lied very sweet kind of like definitely more of the melodic like you could see aspects of that song like creeping into uh their their future work righteous and the wicked of course give it away blood sugar sex magic is is a a sexy song under the bridge powerful song about you know anthony's struggle with uh heroin Naked in the Rain, Apache Rose Peacock. Oh, that's a sexy song. My Lovely Man, Sir Psycho Sexy is just like, it's long. It's eight minutes, over eight minutes long, so almost twice as long as all the other songs. And it's just like, it's, it's, I, I love that song so much. Like, it's a song that, you know, I've loved for different reasons over the years. And it's just, it's it's so good. But it's a part of a, an amazing album. My, like, easily, that's, it's easy. There was never a doubt that Blood Sugar Sex Magic was not going to be my number one. Could not have been. No, they, in my opinion, they've not done something better than that. I mean, they, they've gotten close. Californication, by the way. So much of that DNA is there. And I think Rick Rubin has a lot to do with that. Obviously, John Fashante. I love early Chili Peppers. I love that that faster sound. But even, you know, I'm older, so it's like I don't have that kind of... It doesn't match with my vibe, listening to aggressive music. I'm not aggressive anymore. Uh, I don't have all those chemicals raging around in my brain, all those hormones. Um but of the time that was that they came out at perfect times for me 
Like I, I evolved and grew up as an adult as their music evolved and matured. So I appreciate it. Uh, so one more time, my top five Red Hot Chili Peppers albums. Number five, Stadium Arcadium. Number four, Uplift Mofo Party Plan. Number three, By The Way. Number two, Californication. And my number one, my favorite Red Hot Chili Pepper album of all time, Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Super excited to see where their new album would fit, if it fits on my... I hope, I'm hopeful that their new album would go somewhere on my top five. I'm hopeful that it would break the top five. Uh, but we'll see. Fingers crossed. Breath being held. Hope everybody's doing great. And uh, power of equality, man. Power of equality. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Out! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.